Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Patience is the thing that we all want, right? I mean, everybody wants patience, but we don't want to need patience. I mean, you, you want, you want to be a patient person, you know, well, I got the, I got patience, but boy, don't you hate it when the situation comes up that you really need patience, that you need uh, to apply that in your life. And, and patience is one of those things that in the scripture, the scripture talks about God being the God and one of the attributes of God is his patience. Um, one of the, the, the fruits of the spirit, one of the things that he is, is long suffering or, or patience, you know, those, those are things that he is trying to cultivate in our lives. And why is it important that we have patience? You know, in the scripture, why is it that, that it, it takes the time to teach us patience? Because wouldn't it be better if we could just have everything right now and we just have to be patient? But that's not how God's plan often unfolds for us. It's really not uh, a now kind of thing. When we read the scriptures, uh, there, there was a story that, that kind of came to my mind when I was thinking about patience, and it's the story of Joseph. Joseph, in Genesis chapter 37, Joseph dreams a dream. Okay, We're going to read Genesis chapter 37, verse 5. Um, and Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it uh, his brethren. And they hated him yet the more, right? And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream, which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. And lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaf stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams, for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream. He's a dreamer. God's putting dreams in his life, right? He's a person who God has a plan for, and God is beginning to reveal this, this plan. Here's, here's what I want you to do, a, a calling. And we may see similar things in our lives when God begins to reveal uh, things to us about the callings or the places that he's going to take us, things that he's going to do. And even in our church, when God begins to say, you know, I've got, I've got something I'm going to do here. Here, here's, here's the plan. Here's the thing that's coming. Here's what I've got for you and what I want to do in your life. And, and for us, God begins to put a dream in our life. And we wonder often, I will say this, we wonder often why it is that God doesn't show us what it is that's going on. Lord, would you just give us a little bit of a picture of what it is that you're getting ready to do? Well, one of the reasons I think oftentimes he doesn't do that is because he knows that we don't have the patience to wait for it to happen. I, I, I do. Because, man, if we knew what God was, we would want it now. But sometimes it's the process to get there that we really need in our lives. So... He's dreaming a dream here. And then 
He dreams another dream, and he told it his brother and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come and bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. Now, so we have a young man, Joseph, who dreams a dream. God's put a dream in his life. God is telling him, here, here is what is going to happen. And we know, when you read the scripture, you find out that this comes true. This, this actually happens. The thing that he's dreaming here actually happens. But here's what you need to know. He was 17 years old. After this happened, his brothers get mad at him because of the special treatment, because he had his father at 17 years old. He is sold into slavery into Egypt. While he's in Egypt, he's in a slave in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife takes a, a liking to him and, and wants him to engage in, in some sinful acts with her, and he runs away. And because of that, she ends up accusing him, and he ends up getting thrown in prison. And he's in prison, and while he's there, he interprets the dream of the butcher and the baker, and he tells them, hey, one of you is going to die, one of you are going to live, but don't forget about me when you get And they forget about him until finally one day Pharaoh dreams a dream, and he needs an interpreter, and it's brought to his attention that there's a guy down there in prison who is gifted by God with the interpretation of dreams. And he comes before Pharaoh and interprets his dream, and he's 30 years old. When he interprets the dream of Pharaoh. That's 13 years. The dream that he interprets for Pharaoh is about seven years of plenty and seven years that were coming of famine and a famine that was going to be so bad that it would wipe out from memory the seven good years. Pharaoh appoints Joseph second in command over all of Egypt and the seven good years go by and they stored up the grain in the storehouses of Egypt and in the second year of the famine, his family arrives in Egypt looking for food, not knowing who it was that was standing in front of them. Joseph, the second most powerful man in Egypt, his, his brothers, his father would all bow to him because God had had over the, he's 39 years old now, when his brothers walk in front of him and bow before him. 22 years. God had given him a dream. He had seen himself put into slavery, thrown into prison, taken from the lows of prison, but brought to the, to the heights of the palace of Pharaoh, to second in command in Egypt. And all this time, he was able to hold on to the promise. Why? Because he had patience. Yeah. See, what I want to share with you today is that we, you and I as Christians, need 
patience. What we want is we want exactly what God is going to do. We want the great thing that God has got in our future, the thing that he's going to work out in our life, the calling that he's made in our life, the, the thing that we feel the, that we're destined for. We want that. Yes, we, we really want, we were seeking God, God, we really want that, but we want it now. But the reality is it's the process that we need to go through to get there. Sometimes you, you've got to go through a period where, where, where you're in bondage. Sometimes you've got to, to go through the prison. Sometimes you've got to go through the hardships and the trials for God to build you into the man or the woman that you need to be when he takes you in to the thing that you've dreamed about. God's the God of patience. We read in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says this, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hebrews chapter 11 is a, a chapter that talks about all these great men and women uh, who, who placed their faith in God, who there was a promise that God had put in their life, and they held true to the promise, cling to the promise throughout their lives. And then in, in chapter 12, it switches gears and it starts talking about us. And it says, seeing that we also... You and I also are compassed about, we're surrounded with a great cloud of witnesses or, or those people who've gone on before, who demonstrated to us what it means to hold true to God. Let us, let you and I, lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. But then it says this, and run with patience the race that is set before us. It didn't say, let's watch patiently the race that is in front of us. But run with patience. I want to make this distinction because part of patience is giving sustained effort. Oftentimes we think being patient is about just sitting back and taking it easy. Well, I'm just going to be patient for a little while. I like to get patient on Sunday afternoons, you know that? It's my favorite thing is just to get a little patience on Sunday afternoon and, and getting that patiently sit in my recliner at home and, and patiently close my eyes and, and, and take me a little nap patiently, you know? But that's, that's really not, not exactly what we're conveying here when we read this scripture. It's talking about running with patience. In, in other words, giving a sustained effort. One of the things that, that we, we have a hard time with in church isn't giving effort, but it's giving sustained effort. It, we, we, can do, we can do this one Sunday real good, or we can do this one thing real good, but when it comes to week after week after week, putting in that sustained effort, that's where we often fall short. But that's the kind of patience that he's wanting to cultivate in our lives as Christians. The kind of patience that gives sustained effort. That they just ain't no give up in you. When things get tough, when things get hard, you get discouraged. Yes, all those things are, are falling on you. But you run. 
You know, you run because you know that there is a reward coming, that the, the, the thing that you're doing is worthwhile. Galatians chapter 6, verse 8, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall, uh, shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Listen to this. I want you to catch this. This is important. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Sustained effort. If we don't faint in due season. If we'll keep at it, then at the appointed time, the time that God says is our time, the time that God has said, this is the place that, that, that I've, I've said your dream is going. This is the time that your dream is going to come to pass. This is where I needed you. Joseph, I, I, I don't need you at 17 years old out here living, living in the, the, the land of promise. Where I really need you is at 39 years old in the house of Pharaoh in charge of Egypt. Because right there is the place where, where you're going to be able to save your family. Family, where the provision that I provided will be effective in, in the calling that I've called you to. And you and I, if we sow in the Spirit, there's going to be a day that we'll reap those spiritual things if we won't faint. If we won't give up. If we won't stop trying. If we won't start, stop giving the sustained effort. That God has called us to. I'll give you this scripture that Jesus talks about the last days. He describes it in Luke chapter 21. And he, in this he says, you're going to be hated of, of all men for my name's sake. This is, this is going to happen. Mind you, this isn't really where, where the message is, but there's something that he says in this scripture that's really significant. He said, you're going to be hated of all men for my name's sake, but there shall not a hair of your head perish. He says this, in your patience, possess your souls. In your patience... Possess your souls. In other words, you can get through it because you know what the result is at the end if you'll just be patient. Possess your souls. Hold to your calling. Hold fast to your faith knowing in the end you'll, you'll reap if you faint not. If you don't give up then the dream that's in your heart, you'll see it come true. The calling that I've put in your heart, the purpose that I have for you will be fulfilled if you won't faint, if you won't give up. If you'll run, you'll put out effort with patience. For you and I,
those who have been called by God, those of us who God has, has put a dream in our heart, a vision in our lives, if we'll have patience. Sometimes I, 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 I get discouraged because, Lord, I want you to do this today. I, I do. I, I get discouraged because, God, man, I know that you're going to do today. Lord, I want it today. Not tomorrow, not the next day. Lord, do it now. But he's called me to be patient because the now isn't necessary. There will be a now. There'll be a day when it is now. For Joseph, there was a day when that was now. Now it's 22 years after the dream. But it did become a now one day. And there will be one day that your dreams will be now. You'll see your purpose uh, be fulfilled. You, you'll see all that happen. There will be a now. But you got to be patient. In every day up to then. You know, in our church. I'll tell you what, I believe with all my heart that God's going to do some great things here. I, I see it on the horizon. In, in my heart, I know it's going to happen. I can feel it coming. But I got to be patient. Not patient like, all right, I'm going to sit back and just wait for God to do it. No, I've got to put out the effort today, the sustained effort. I've got to keep going. I've got to keep pushing. I've got to keep trying. Knowing that there's going to be that day when we're going to see it happen. But today I got to be patient. And let God do his work in his time. And with patience, run the race that's in front of me. Looking to Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Do you have patience? Are you possessing your soul with patience? Are you holding on to your faith with patience? Are you striving even in the hard times, even when it feels like you've given everything you've got? Are you doing and giving and pushing in patience, knowing that if I just keep going, there's a reward. That I'll see my purpose fulfilled. I'll see the dream that God put in my life come to pass. If I'll keep going. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.